Slop City Podcast! Oh, that's beautiful. What'd you say, bitch? Welcome to Slop City Podcast. This episode of Slop City Podcast is brought to you by Randall R. Cash Money Daddy. Producer of podcasts for woke white women. How y'all doing? I hope you've been doing well. You're probably asking yourself, well, what the hell has Randall R. Cash Money Daddy and Kitty been up to while Tina and Libby have been out on the road doing rock star shit, being rock stars? Well, been taking care of some things around the house. Kitty's just chilling. I'm just being me, doing things that I normally do. There's a lot of crying myself to sleep, a lot of that. But today, I'm going to play for you a few bits that I thoroughly enjoy. And uh, I just kind of, honestly, dude, you want to know what I did? We needed content. I just turned on the fucking Slop City page, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of funny. And, oh, yeah, that was really funny. And I, okay, boom, there it is. It was that fast. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's the ship. And you're going to notice that as I was editing this, I noticed anyway how the quality of the podcast has improved quite a bit over the uh, last couple of years, dude. And I got to say, you know who knows nothing about video production, lighting, and all that shit? This guy. We figure this shit out as we go, man, and we're having a good time doing it. I'm glad that you all enjoy the podcast. The first bit that I'm fixing to play right now, man, is one of my favorites. It inspired me to buy this here coffee cup with my own money and display it in my own home. Special lady. There's a song on the Waffle House jukebox called Special Lady. I didn't know Waffle House had a jukebox. <laughs> I thought you were just at the liberty of whatever the kitchen cook wanted to listen to. Nope. And there's special Waffle House songs on there. And that one is a special Waffle House song that's called Special Lady, and it's about a Waffle House server. Special lady working at the Waffle House. She's only got four teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Should take a break and smoke a cigarette and a little bit of meth. One time I... Bruh, bruh, bruh. I used uh, several dollars... Uh, to play just special lady over and over again <laughs> while I worked there. And you were just looking at the waitress there that you really liked. You're like, I can take out my teeth and <laughs> rub my gums on your clit. On your clit, on your clit. I want hash browns well done and shove them in my asshole. I had no idea that Waffle House had a jukebox. I cannot wait to go on Spotify and listen to the Waffle House Jukebox Favorites, Volume 1. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. What, okay, I, what is Spotify, it? Waffle House Jukebox Favorites, Volume 1. Wow. Can we uh, just go through, uh, what's the first song? The first song is? Let's see if I can remember Waffle these. House Family, Part 1. It is. With it. So I'm going to play and I'll see if I remember it. Play it? Let's fucking do it, man. Who gives a shit? You know what? I don't give any fucks right now. 
Just play it. You know Fuck, what? Let if we Waffle get, House sue us. If we get canceled, guess what, Waffle House? We're giving you fucking free shit, all right? Whoa. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Come on in. Believe I will. Coffee's good, fresh and hot. How about a cup? I have a cup. <laughs> Just say good morning. Good morning. The Waffle morning, House. Morning, welcome to Waffle House. We've got eggs anyway. You like them 24 hours a day. Just come on in. Come on in. <laughs> You'll see. We're gonna treat you like your family. We're gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I'll treat you like fucking family. There was a kid that would use all his money to play Ario Speedwagon. Um, this city, uh, we built this city. So the servers, we would just have wars with the jukebox all day. Did you work at Waffle House? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, I worked at, that's where I met my husband. We worked at the Waffle House together. Oh my God. I love that the Waffle House jukebox favorite, you're the only person in the fuck, I'm gonna pause what I was getting ready to say. You're the only fucking person in the world that I know that worked at Waffle House and would be like, "Boy, I love that soundtrack." <laughs> you watch everything on repeat. You're like, you're very. It's so funny. I know it's just hilarious that you're like, man, those are really good songs. Most people will be like, "I'll fucking kill myself if I ever hear it again." <laughs> That's that was the point of me playing Special Lady because they're like, "Why is this fucking stupid song playing over?" <laughs> Special lady. Oh, there it is. Oh, man. And look at her. She ain't got no teeth. Just kidding. But for real. Special lady by Billy D. Cox. Oh, my God. This video. Oh, wow. Look at that (laughs) hair. That's. He's about to get into it. Look at all of them. Look at that staff. Driving this road can get lonely. (laughs) There's a picture of a sample. But I know just ahead someone's waiting. Yellow sign with coffee that's fresh With coffee that's fresh when I walk through the door. All it took was one time to meet her. Now I'm not a stranger. Kid Rock! Special lady. Look at her. Waiting on me at the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. She's amazing. Calling all the orders out. Calling all the orders out. <laughs> She'll say hello and welcome me in. She'll serve a cup just like we were old friends. Special lady. It's <laughs> in Comic Sans. <laughs> Good times. Oh, fuck. That's great. My favorite part. The food looks so good and I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too, bro. <laughs> His voice trembles. It doesn't take long till she serves me and pours me a second cup. <laughs> Who would even think of writing a song? By their first name <laughs> and always has nice things. Coffee <laughs> Whoever made this video is... I'm surprised they haven't shown Donnie Wahlberg on here. 
Oh my gosh. Breast <laughs> boss. The special lady that they're showing is the epitome of a Waffle House waitress. She looks like Chris Farley is the lunch lady. Uh, 100%. Wasn't that freaking hysterical? I love that bit. It makes me giggle. Every time I drive past a fucking Waffle House, dude, I lose my shit. This here next clip is one of my favorites. Uh, We have the one and only Rafe Williams as a guest on the podcast. And, dude, this was just one of the funniest fucking things that have ever happened in my home. And I am just thankful that, like, I was able to capture it on video uh, because, dude, this shit's fucking funny. I think my fourth or fifth grade Christmas program. It's called Winter Wouldn't Wait. That was the name of the production. It was a play, though. It wasn't like, do you know what I mean? Like, we had our own play that we did that was just a fifth grade or fourth grade class. <clears throat> it wasn't just like, we didn't phone it in like these kids were doing. We didn't yeah. just get up there and sing Jingle Bell Rock. And then, no. Like, I played a character called Butch Bear, the whole, which was the lead. Everybody wanted it. It was the first time I ever got the lead in anything. What grade was this? Probably fourth or fifth. Okay. And this was at the elementary school that is down the street from your mom's house, right? Yes. Which will be of zero interest to any of your listeners. But yes. I just want to make sure. I'm glad you got your, they'll be like, oh, okay. No. Make the scene for us. (gasps) It's this elementary school that's down the street from your mother's house, which we've all never been to. I'm trying to understand where this is. Yes, it's on on Sycamore Street. Let's let's really paint the scene. Yes, it is at the elementary school. That is down the street from my mother's house. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Any other geographical questions you have about this story? I think think that's going to be my only geographical question for the day. I think it's important to note that you grew up in a really fucking small town. Like, it's not like you were... The fact that your tiny little town made a Christmas program, Winter Wouldn't Wait, that big of a deal, I think that's something to say, okay? They did a great job, clearly. Okay. So, that's all I'm fucking saying. Well, the cliff notes, the plot line of this play was that we were all forest animals who didn't want to hibernate. We were like young, hip kid animals who just wanted to party. Yeah. And Mother Nature came, and I was the leader of this rebellious group of preteen, adolescent forest animals. Penelope Porcupine was another. I remember very. <laughs> I was Butch Bear. They all had alliteration in their names for okay, some reason. Okay. Got it. Penelope uh, Porcupine. I just remember that, played by Paula Porter, who's. PP was really, I remember that very vividly for some reason. She did a great job too, if she ever watches this. Um, And, uh, uh, you know, I remember it being like we put on this whole production and, you know, put on little fake bear ears and it was a musical. So uh, my character, Butch Bear, got to do a rap. Wow. Which is, this is, I would be canceled for it today. Like, basically, I would have been fourth grade canceled because for cultural appropriation. Yeah, you're fucking out. Yeah. Do you remember any of it? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Do you really? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Okay, so basically, and how long was this play? Like an hour? Because I never got to do a play. I'm like super jealous. An hour, you know. 
Maybe it could have been a half hour. I okay. That's probably an hour. And you were the lead. You were number one macho butch bear. Yeah. So there was like, we had lines and then we had like musical accompaniment and had to come out and see. It was probably the most highly produced thing I'd ever been in. And then it, they probably better than what we did for the rest of school. Cause I remember <laughs> our high school plays were bunk. Like we didn't have any money for the arts. <laughs> Everybody it? was a coal miner where I grew up. They were like, you just did little shop of horrors every year and then grease the next year and then went back and did little shop the next year. Yeah, they, they, they reuse props. They yeah. reuse the set for everything. Same set, same props, yeah. Uh Okay, so you were the rap. What was Yeah, I just remember like <laughs> dude, everybody was jealous of this cuz like it was this was like, you know, Beastie Boys time. This was like the early stages of rap music. Sure. We were all into it, which is about it's back when you were allowed to like it. And then you didn't have to like kill yourself if you were a hip hop fan. Um, the song was, uh, I just remember it got big laughs. It's like, you got laughs in the, cause I was like, I never went through any baby phase. I was a genius at an early age. My mom said the first words I spoke were, bring me a pizza and a diet Coke. <laughs> and it was like, everyone's like, Wah! Kids were like, I'm so mad I didn't get to do that. Oh, like, my God. Uh, and I'm not going to... Usually, I try to be modest and humble, but I'm going to be honest. I fucking crushed. Oh, I believe it. I crushed at this play. It I was a you- high note of my childhood career. I didn't have to really sing, sing no. in that one. I think I did sing another song, though. It was, But it was like a... There's a girl who played Mother Nature, and we had a back and forth of yeah. her telling me like why it was important for us to sleep. And how hibernation was part of her plan. Okay. Wow. If I went back and looked at it, there's probably some really weird religious undertones or something in it. But Oh, I'm sure. I've wanted to do it. I would love to. I tried to get Burnside, my improv team. I was like, dude, I'm going to look up this childhood play. I wanted to do it as a form, as a show at the improv shop where everybody goes back and redoes their childhood Christmas play. That's fucking hilarious. As adults. Uh, I think it would be really funny to watch. Oh, I'd totally fucking watch that show. And then maybe like do some improv in the middle, like change (laughs) some stuff up, try to make it current, but it's out of production. Winter wouldn't wait. So if you're the, if you're listening to this podcast and you wrote winter wouldn't wait, tell you what, let's talk about copyright. Let's talk about you selling me the copyright. Maybe I'll put you back on. I love that you spelled winter wouldn't wait. (laughs) (laughs) W-O-O-D-N-W-E-I-G-H-T. Winter wouldn't wait. That's what you thought I was saying this whole time. (laughs) Literally this whole time. You didn't think it was the contraction of would not. Oh, my fucking God. I explained. Here's the thing that's funny to me. I explained the plot of the movie to you, or the plot of the play, as... Kids that didn't want kids didn't want to hibernate because winter was coming, and we wanted to we wanted winter to wait so we could party. And you still completely ignored the context and typed in "winter wouldn't wait." Well, that's the name of this fucking episode for sure. Oh boy, this is truly this is what embarrassing. I talk about when I'm like, I sometimes think you're the most intelligent person I've ever met, and I am impressed by how smart you are. And then there are times that I think that you may be the dumbest person alive. 
Dude, but it gave a fucking weight. <laughs> 5.6 pounds. You want to know how much a winter wooden weight is? 5.6 pounds. Holy shit. This feels very similar to when I found out that Dashund wasn't no, Dashund. No, this isn't a mispronunciation. <laughs> this is a complete belly flop of reading the context of a conversation. I thought it was like an edgy name or something. Like, I mean, that's what it, that I want everybody to to go back and listen. What did you think, Randy? Did you think it was wouldn't? What did what did you think? I was thinking it was W O U L D and apostrophe T or something like oh, okay. that. And go yeah. fuck w- yourself. A I T. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I what suck it is. At spelling, if that's so No, you, you actually did a really Get good me. job. A lot better than I did. That's this funny because is... I rem- now I remember like the the, the big like <laughs> finale. Was like winter wouldn't wait for anybody. Winter has a mind of its own, and it was like, and then the mother nature comes around, and like taps us all on the head, and we all like have to like fall asleep right where we're at. And like she was chasing me around the gymnasium, and I was trying like ducking her and everything because I was like the last one to go out. Yeah. And now, how much funnier would it be if it was that was the words? <laughs> Winter wouldn't wait. And she's just like dropping a 5.6 pound weight on all these little kids' heads and oh. like giving them a fucking concussion. That's uh, what she uses to knock you out is the winter wooden weight. That's yeah. how you hibernate. <laughs> That's how you really go to sleep. <sighs> Holy fuck. Mother Nature's a bitch. What an idiot. Me. I'm the idiot. I told you that was some funny shit, right? Dude, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. This here next clip, it's not necessarily a funny moment in the podcast, but it was a, a pretty big moment in the podcast because it added like a visual element to the podcast that uh, I, I'm very fond of, and that's the uh, display of all your trinkets and shit that you send to the podcast that's displayed behind Libby. And uh, this is one of the first things that we put up on that shelf. So this is when that person sent this shit into us. <laughs> okay. Uh, this first one is from Ronald Manzini. Excellent. Thanks, Ronnie Manzini. You're going to shit your pants. Oh my God. Cause I, I really? shit in my pants. Are you ready? Okay. 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 Let me, let me take off this, this little rubber band. All right. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. <gasps> oh my fucking God. Holy totally fucking awesome. shit. I can't see if it's here. Going. Let me grab one. Oh my God. And did he put a quarter in there? <laughs> did he, did we it just was already make, in there? Oh my God. For those of you at home that are like, what are they freaking out about? Remember the Port Byron mystery episode? This is phenomenal. It's I incredible. can't believe it. Ronnie Manzini made us a, Find that missing child who has leukemia quarter <laughs> holder with our photos in it. Holy fuck. And, this is the coolest thing in the world. And he said he doesn't know how to Photoshop, so he had to print out the picture, then cut the heads out, and then glue them on there with Elmer's glue. Do you want to open the card since I already opened up the thing? Oh, my God. I mean, 
<clears throat> this is we got to take a picture of this and put it on the podcast to show. We everybody. should put one up here. I, absolutely, one up absolutely. there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, if you look closely, this resembles a patron saint. It's a two in one. Are we missing? <laughs> no, we're not. But with patron saints who are asking for your dollars. Panhandlers should just carry these around. <laughs> no, just well, be like, listen, if you just help me out with one quarter, <laughs> you could get me to five twenty-five. When we go on, uh, when we have shows together, we should put those out on a merch table, and people should put their quarters in there. Oh my god! I mean, this is fucking amazing. How did he do this? How do you even get he these went, made? He went to a religious supply store. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, my God. I mean, this is the coolest fucking thing ever, Ronnie. Yeah, get hand that to Randy and let him inspect it. Oh, my God, Ronnie. I like how you're touching my arm. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this photo of us is just the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, we'll have to get a photo of that later. We should, we'll just put it on the podcast Instagram day. Oh, wow. And this note looks like it came from Hogwarts. Because it came from Harry Potter, for sure. It is stamped with some kind of old gum. <laughs> it looks like he took a piece of gum out of his mouth and then took his stamp and put it on the back of it. That's holy, what they did in the old days. They took their gum out and put fucking their... shit. Does it have his initials on it? Yeah, I don't even want to ruin it. Well, you have to, because that way the king will know that we opened it. Did a dove just get sent out? Wow, that's fancy gum. Uh-oh. Wow, so, he has his own paper. He's got his monogrammed paper. <clears throat> wow, he is fucking fancy. August 15th, 2020. Libby, Tina, and Randy. That's you. That yeah. shows who he thinks is the most important number of the <laughs> podcast because you were listed first. Um, well... Just writing to express my gratitude for all that you do and hope you accept this small token of my appreciation. Enclosed, you will find patron saint offering cards in your likeness made by yours truly. Feel free to do with them as you wish. Perhaps to give as gifts to your loyal slop city customers slash citizens. Wish I didn't read that part because I'm keeping all of these for myself. <laughs> all hail Pusina. Love, Ronnie, your favorite mailman. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Ronnie. This is the fucking coolest It's so gift creative. Ever. Oh, my God. It's I've always wanted to, like, I even went on eBay to try to find these bitches because uh, I found some really cool shit on eBay where, <clears throat> you know, our friend Andy Slowey that has the yearbook photo? He has this photo of all of pictures from his grade. So it's yes. like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then, and then in the, the middle. senior pictures in the middle. <laughs> yes. Which is like it, you know, somebody makes these things. And uh I went on eBay to try to find these and I couldn't find it. Oh wow, he did get it from a church supplier. This says www.churchsupplier.com. <laughs> See, wasn't that special? Yes, it was. Thank you. You're welcome. This next bit that I'm going to play, dude, is quite possibly my top three moments on this podcast. Um, Libby and, once again, Rafe Williams, the one and only Rafe Williams, making a guest appearance on the podcast. 
Dude, they just start getting into this fucking Oak Ridge Boys thing, which morphed into the Poke Ridge Boys. And it's, like I said, top three favorite moment on this podcast for me. Um, watch this shit again, dude. It's worthy of watching it again because it's funny. Oh, Randall, why did your phone fall? Randy, let your oh, phone no. fall down and don't maybe, be afraid to love again. Maybe you didn't say anything <laughs> during that time. Bow, bow, bow. Bow with the bow, the dang a dang dang a dang a dong ding boom. The eyes. The eyes. Those guys all do it, though. Man, I would have had a career. <laughs> you would have thousands of Twitter followers had you been. Who in that put band. the bump and the bump de bump de bump? Who put the ram and the ram a lama ding dong? <laughs> Isn't that a song? <laughs> Who put the dip in the dip de dip de dip? Who put the ching in the ching a ching a ching jong? What is this dippity dip do? Dip 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 get a job. That's a song, right? We're starting to think of them now. Holy shit! My favorite is my favorite is the is the very first one. Do your high one. Do your sherry, baby. (laughs) Clear it out first. Sherry. Sherry, baby. (laughs) That's good. Damn. That's hard. Sherry, won't you come out tonight? Sherry. Remember the Oak Ridge Boys? Fuck yes. Yeah, dude. Oom bapa oom bapa oom bapa mau mau giddy up oom bapa oom bapa mau mau Elvira My heart's on fire Elvira Holy shit Give me some Oak Ridge boys man They're good What about Oh, won't you play me some mountain music? That's Alabama, I think. Like Grandma and Grandpa used to play. <laughs> Roll on down the river to a Cajun highway. Hey, I went to an Alabama concert. Fuck yes. They're pretty good. I mean, they're their artwork's problematic, but... <laughs> Someone once told me that I looked like somebody that listened to Alabama. <laughs> I could say you look like the lead singer of Alabama. And I, like, I wish. Look at that mullet that hilarious. guy Hilarious. You know, you look a lot like the lead singer of Alabama. <laughs> no, he just said, you look like somebody that would listen to Alabama. And it wasn't even in Alabama times. And there's a the good Oak Ridge Boys song, and I don't know the name of it, but he's like, uh, she played tambourine. <laughs> what was it? The Y'all Come Back Saloon. Do you know that song? <laughs> I probably do. Man, we got to find it. The I, Oak Ridge Boys. Elvira. Look for you. The Y'all Come Back Saloon. Wow. She look played at tambourine with a silver jingle, and she must have known the words to at least a million tunes. 
But the one that she knew best, requested by the man they knew as Cowboy, was the late night benediction at the Y'all Come Back Saloon. There it is. I knew it. Jamboreen. Oh, yeah. Those silver jingles. <laughs> the Oak Ridge Boys are the tits, baby. Don't sleep on the Oak Ridge Boys, Slop City audience. I'm telling it's like, you. It's like riding a bike, baby. <laughs> I love that song. What it's was so that good. word they used? Benedict? The late night benediction at the y'all come back saloon. What does that mean, the benediction? I think it's like a religious thing. I think it's like saying a prayer for the drunkards or something like okay. that. I could be wrong. I'm not going to look it up. I, w- I want to hear it, so I'm I'm willing to t- risk us getting fined by the All right. The whoever. With the silver jingle. She must have known the words to at least a... Was that guy in ZZ Top? Yeah. The man she knew as Cowboy was the late night benediction at the All Come Back Saloon. You thought I was making up the words, didn't you? No, I didn't. She'd sing her song to Cowboy. As a smoky halo circle round her raven hair. Raven hair. Pinball playing rounders. Now, we don't even know what that is. What's a pinball playing rounder? I don't know. <laughs> it's a guy that goes to various saloons and plays pinball. Faded love. Woo! Faded memories. Oh, wow. These guys straight get it. Now, if Tina was here, she would hate that font that they have on there. Why? She just, she's very particular about her fonts. I don't know if you knew that about her. It is kind of an old balloon font. In the shadows. Back on Amarillo. <laughs> We're really pushing it by playing the whole song, know, by the maybe way. Maybe we should stop. Well, what hey, I You know what? The Oak Ridge Boys are probably happy to get some, <laughs> hey, some they- press, honestly. Somebody hears the podcast and they call their uncle. They're like, they're playing one of your songs on Slop City Podcast. What do what do you say? What'd you say? It's <laughs> the deep voice guy. Hello. <laughs> Uncle Ted? Uncle Ted, they're playing one of your songs. Yes, yeah, me, Uncle Ted. They're playing one of your songs on Slop City Podcast. What the hell is a Slop City Podcast? <laughs> it's a, it's some women that just talk about pussy all the time, but but they're playing your song and they like it. All right, I'm listening. They know all the words. Oh, Elvira, mow mow. It was it wasn't that one though, Uncle Ted. It was the one about the, the y'all come back saloon. Oh, that's an oldie bit of goodie. <laughs> <laughs> It was about the gal that just goes in there and plays oh, karaoke. Yeah, well, at, the pinball she, playing rounders. I wrote that line. <laughs> a lot of people don't know what that is, but I stuck with it. Maybe you should call into their show because they didn't understand what the Benedict Arnold lyric was about. Oh, it's benediction. Uh, we pulled it straight from the Catholic Church. Oh, wow. Well, I just wanted to let you know in case you either wanted to try to get licensing fees from them or call into their show. I will. You do me a favor and call back and tell me if you like my answering machine message. <laughs> okay, hold, hold on. I'll call you back. Okay. Bring, 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 uh, bring. Hello, hello. Elvira, oom bapa, oom bapa, mow, mow. Leave a message, oom bapa, oom bapa, mow, mow. Wait for the beep and leave a message. <laughs> 
Uncle Ted. <laughs> Uncle Ted, I loved I loved it. I just don't know that people are going to get the reference. Oh, thank you. I was actually listening the whole time. I'm, I think they'll get the reference. I think it's cute. It's fun. You know, I think it's fun. I think it, it's one of our more well-known tunes. And a lot of people don't even have old answering machines like I do anymore. But I keep a landline with an answering machine because that's who the Oak Ridge boys are. Uh, Uncle Ted, did you guys have a rivalry with Alabama? Don't you say their fucking name to me. How don't you say you want you know wanna know what? I'll play them some mountain music right in their fucking assholes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. You down sound bitter. Ho- down home where they know you by name and treat you like a pile of shit. I'm sorry I even mentioned it, Uncle Ted. Well, have a good day. All right. Hope I see you on Thanksgiving. All right, bye-bye. All right, goodbye. (laughs) Dude, let me tell you something. I don't know that guy's name, but if it's Ted, I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants if his name is Ted. That's going to be my pants. It's probably not. Goodbye. Goodbye. I think you have a new career ahead of you. Here's the deal, though. We got people like Pokey Lafarve or whatever his name is. Pokey Lafarge, yeah. They're bringing back this old-timey stuff. You should bring back some old-timey. I should. Someone told me I look like a fat Pokey Lafarge one time, and I didn't know how to feel about it. Okay. Not just the fat comment, but also like. Why would someone say that? Was it a man? Of course, yeah. When you're a guy, people say whatever they want to you. I had a person when I waited tables lift up my shirt and stick his finger in my belly button hole. I'd be like, put on a few, eh? A customer? In front of like a bunch of people, yeah. I mean, I guess I see it. Similar hair. Similar facial structure, I suppose. I often wonder if he's a time traveler. I don't know. I saw, I mean, he did up late and we talked one time and I saw him in LA and he acted so surprised to see me. Like, he acted like I was sent from the future to kill him. Like, that's how he acted. (laughs) I saw him at a restaurant and I was like, Pokey? In LA? And he was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, Rafe, we did you did our show STL up late in St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis, man. I just sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just it was weird seeing you here. And he goes, Oh, all right. And I was like, I regret this already. And then I went to shake his hand. He had like a broken hand, so yeah. he like gave me the backside of his other hand and did that like royalty handshake. Did he start to disappear as you spoke? That's what to I was him? wondering, dude. I think he might. He's like you're you're messing up the time you know what continuum I think about with Pokey Lafarge. Where does he get those clothes? Where does he get those clothes that look like they were made on the same time as the printing press? He ha- he has to be, and this is just like Outlander when she came back to the present. She was wearing her old timey Scottish clothes. From that's the what 1600s. I think. I think he time travels to like Sears Roebuck, and that's the only place he's allowed to go. And all he does is just. He has to go to the bank and find really old money because freak, people would freak out if they saw a modern day $20 bill. He has to get really old money from the bank in cash and then he has to go to Sears Roebuck. I'm just, I'm fascinated that this person, Pokey, was able to figure out how to time travel though because that's what I want to do. Oh. He, I think he's done it. 
I don't know where he would locate that much clothing of that style. Unless there is a place I don't know about that I'm not allowed to know about. Where you get those old, like, it look, he looks like a walking picture of your grandpa. Yes, like, the high pants. High-waisted pants with, like, the linen, like, the really heavy cotton and linen white shirts. He even has those kind that, like, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin wore in their leisure time in Las Vegas, where it's, like, kind of a polo shirt, but it's got the little band at the bottom. Yeah. Which, those are coming back now, but he's been wearing those for, like, 20 years. I don't know where he was getting them from. I don't know where it's surplus. I bet if you look on the tag, it's an original Sears and Roebuck tag. It probably is. He's got style. I'll give him that. He's committed to, like I like I saw a picture of him on the beach, and he was wearing like a, a fucking onesie, like back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? Like with the little flap to take a shit out of, like playing in the water. And I'm like, this dude went to a beach in the onesie. That's a guy committed to his style. He's committed. Like you can't just put on regular swim trunks, Pokey Lafarge. You can't just... <laughs> He's like, a, he, he had like a fucking timey? bonnet. He had like one of those like bonnet caps on. He's like playing out in the sun. And I was like, all right, dude. Was it a striped onesie? Because they always. It might have been, yeah. Does he say like, hey there, Rafe, it's me, Pokey Lafonge. It's me, Pokey Lafonge. Hello. Does he drive an old time? I got a quarter with cheese, see? <laughs> Give me some of them hot fries that you make, them hot fried fries. I don't even know how you make these burgers so fast. You take one of those uh, potatoes and you slice it up and you put it in a, in some fat in some arl. <laughs> Pokey, like he's amazed by everything modern still. <laughs> Every time he goes out somewhere, Pokey Lafarge is like really. He's just like wow, wow. Look at that flying dragon with a belly full of people. It's an airplane, oh, Pokey. Shit. Oh, an airplane, schmairplane. I'm like Pokey. They had airplanes in the fifties, dude. Uh, I'm not sure they did. And I'm like, no, they did, man. Like, you can't. You're acting like you're from medieval times, Pokey. Well, I very well could be, but this is the form I chose. No, Pokey, you got. You have to. If you're gonna play the character, you have to still understand that like cars existed in the 50s. You can't see a car and act like you're puzzled by it. <laughs> oh fuck. I suspect when you're a time traveler, you have to, you know, you're not going to have a social security number. You're not going <laughs> to have a driver's license, et cetera. Andrew Heisler. Oh. Andy is his real name. All right, Andy. Andy Lafarge. Pokey My name's Lafarge. Andy, but you can call me Pokey. See? Pokey is anything about you, real money. Pokey Lafarge in the South City Three. <laughs> Crying in my soup because I grew up in the Great Depression. Okay, you were born in 1981, dude. I don't know. Andy, you were born in 1981. I don't know, Andy. You're talking to Pokey. Like, what if he's just having like a psychotic break and no one's ever stopped him? <laughs> They're just like, well, he's being productive. It's not really hurting anybody. We like it. We like his style. What if he like snaps out of it one day and he's like mad at everyone around him that loves him? He's like, what the fuck? How long have I been doing this? How long have I been dressing like this and singing old timey songs and playing a stand up cello? And they're like, 25 years, Andy. And they hold up a mirror and he's like, no. 
You let me be Pookie Lafarge for 25 years. He's like, I like Black Sabbath. I love Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh, he like shit. fell and hit his head and like he was playing like real heavy metal music. And then he just was like, guys, we're changing the band tomorrow. Nobody said anything to him. Like, okay, I guess he knows what he's doing. He pays the bills. Pays the bills, pays the telephone bills. Holy shit. Old pokey. Pokerage Boys, that would be a good band. (laughs) 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 Man, you talk about a fucking mashup album that nobody asked for, but we all want to hear now. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Pokerage Boys. (laughs) Because he has that like, High like Hank Williams, like I can't even I know I saw him on that show that you guys did, but I can't remember any He was of fun, he was a fun guy. He was like in on the jokes and he's self aware. He's cool. Just be funny to see him with uh old Uncle Ted. <laughs> I'd love to uh tell him how it is, Pokey. What if all of his baby pictures though it's like black and white in front that of That would like be a super weird. Dirt poor house. Oh, see, these are my baby pictures, see? Pokey St. Louis Crawl. Well, you guys should look up Pokey so you know who the fuck we're talking it. about. Yeah, look up Pokey Lafarge. We'll move on. Um, and someone, please. I know you guys do fan art. Look up Pokey Lafarge and the Oak Ridge Boys and just make me a meme of the Pokeridge Boys. <laughs> and I will be forever in your debt. <laughs> Forget about all the following me on Twitter. I don't care about that. I just need a Pokeridge Boys meme that is of high quality. <laughs> Don't listen to my fucking album. Don't listen to my album, Young Grandpa, available on all streaming services now. <laughs> Pokerage Boys. I'm saying it again, and I'm going to drop it. <laughs> it has to be in the Oakridge Boys font. Yes, definitely. But Pokerage. Pokerage Boys, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Pokerage Boys. Fucking hysterical. I love it. Why do I curse so much? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm just uh, uncomfortable and I don't know what to say. I curse a lot when I'm uncomfortable and I fucking don't know what to fucking say. Oh, man. You see what's back there behind me? You see that shit? That right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's a fucking moment in slop city history right there. I never knew this fucking clown existed until this podcast. It has opened up so many fucking avenues of inside jokes on this podcast. Ranch. Huh? Oh. What'd you say, bitch? Just to name a few. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, man... Then fucking watch and, and fucking get with it. You better ask somebody. I don't know why I always do that like that. That not of approval. That's what like TV anchors do to get you. That's like neuro linguistic programming. 
but I make it silly. Watch that next time you look at the evening news or when they're telling you about, oh, somebody fucking died, man. Oh, it was horrible. That's right. <sighs> Sometimes I just fucking babble, man. This is the last time you're going to see me on this special episode of some of Randall R. Cash Money, Daddy's Favorite Moments in Slop City History. I don't know, dude. Like I said, I just picked some shit out randomly, with the exception of this, dude, because this and Pokerage Boys were, you know, dude, two, two of my favorite all-time moments on this here podcast. And on behalf of Libby and Tina, who are out on the road just being fucking rock stars and tearing up people's bathrooms and comedy clubs and bathrooms and fucking Airbnbs all over this country, dude. Thank you for listening to Slop City Podcast. We really appreciate it, man. We love you all very much. I fucking love doing this podcast. This shit is fun. Yeah, you don't get to act like you're some fucking big-ass baller. Some high and mighty. Holy shit, Pastor who? Wow, Tony Alamo. That is a cool... I will say, if people truly believe that man was not doing cocaine, they are... (laughs) Fucking idiots. I take one look at that man and I'm like, that guy's fucking, fucking girls left and right doing coke. He's just so cool. He says he was framed by the Vatican. Yeah, right, brother. You've been doing cocaine off of that fucking uh, (laughs) cup. When his wife died, he displayed her embalmed body for months and claimed she would rise from the dead. Okay, Google Tony Alamo because I want to know more about that Coke dealer. This guy seems cool. Oh, I saw something about rape on there, too. Oh, you did? That picture makes me want to start doing Coke again, dude. <laughs> I know, right? God, I wish I could still do Coke, but I just, like, I just crossed so many lines with it, I can't do it. It is tight as fuck, though. It is tight as fuck. I am, I'm serious. I have uh, truly said that multiple drugs are cool on this episode. And I, tr- I really want everybody to know that, you know, don't do drugs th- because I'm just saying, oh, they're cool. Okay. Do drugs because you're, you know, you've reached your bottom <laughs> and you don't know where else to go. Okay. Or just for fun. Please don't do drugs. He was also abusing girls. So. Oh, boy. This guy's a piece of He was a one-time street preacher. (laughs) He had a one-hit wonder. Oh, wow. His apocalyptic ministry grew into a multi-million dollar network of businesses and property before he was convicted in Arkansas of sexually abusing girls he considered his wives. Oh, he died. R.I.P. Tony Alamo in prison. At least he died in prison. He was like, dude, look at the picture. <laughs> Click through pictures of him. I got to see him. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Unbelievable. Randy, what are you writing down? The times when we look at stuff that I need to edit. Oh, my God. Wow, that lady's haggard. <laughs> she is. She looks oh, like. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tony and what does it say? It says Mr. DJ. Susan. Tony, Tony and, and Susan. Susan Alamo. 
Well, I bet that's a great album. Oh, God. You could tell that they're like, our last name's Alamo, so that means we can appropriate Native American culture. Holy cow. What a loser. Oh, God. He was in prison wearing his pair of, av- pair of aviators, which is even more hilarious to me. Look at that picture of him where he's arrested. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> he literally looks like this, like, am I alive or dead? Oh, is my body embalmed? <laughs> am I rising from the dead? Where am I? Huh? <laughs> is that sunlight? What'd you say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Do you say something about my sunglasses? <laughs> what? Oh, fuck you up. <laughs> And then he does the slow flip off like the guy at Quick Trip. <laughs> Suck <laughs> my dick. <laughs> That's what he looks like he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, bitch? <laughs> he literally looks like that g- prison guard just put his hand on his back and he goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but he just has one finger on him. <laughs> hey, hey, get your one finger on me. Huh? Stop. What'd Where you, am I? What'd you say, bitch? <laughs> what? Huh? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> the finger, the one finger, though. Stop it. Hey. Oh, huh? where am I? What'd you say? What'd you say? Ah. You're a bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm hungry. <laughs> I want- Why does he get to wear sunglasses in prison? I once had my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what? Huh. How do you think I don't wear sunglasses in prison? Someone's there. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Whoa. Hello. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Lord, can I have my sunglasses before we go outdoors? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, guard. Come on. One piece of pizza. <laughs> Come on, I just want to drive by Cece's pizza. <laughs> oh. Hello? What's that? Who's there? Are you? He wakes up in the middle of the night constantly in his bunk. Oh. His roommate's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, am I in jail? <laughs> He wakes, he falls asleep while he's on the toilet by a poop drop in the toilet. He goes, he goes, uh, oh, was that me? Uh, was that my bud? I love prison. Where am I? I've made the best friends I could ever have in here. And then someone bitch slaps him. But why the sunglasses, though? Uh, Hello? Why? 
Why? Why do I wear my sunglasses all the time, even in prison? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! at you in the parking lot of a quick trip. <laughs> Turn that horn off. <laughs> you dumb cunt. <coughs> <coughs> oh my god. I am <coughs> crying. He just clicked on it. We were all Look like, at his what? hands too. Like he's like, I've got a gun. <laughs> Stop taking pictures of me. You son of a bitches. Turn the air off. <laughs> We're I'm... outside, sir. <laughs> Turn that goddamn AC off. I'm freezing in he, here. He, he looks like he's like, Wabash. <laughs> Booyakasha. <laughs> Booyakasha. <laughs> his fucking mouth. Will you click on some more of the ones that are under that picture? His, his mouth is literally like this. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Ooh. 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 Oh, my God. That fucking picture of him. He's like, whoa. Oh, watch out. <laughs> Look out! I'm gonna get hard. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Booyah, Kasha! <laughs> with his hands, that was so mm. fucking funny. Hey! Boom! <sighs> He's like, ho! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! And the two guards are just like, this fucking guy. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck! <laughs> It's a doggy. <laughs> he literally walked out of the place and just goes. He saw an owl and he's, he's trying to get them to look at it. He looks like he's like, oh, 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 you guys see that? No, it's over there. Oh, shit. Look that way. Oh, God. Can the guy close his mouth? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Turn off the AC. <laughs> it's hot in here. Mr. Alamo, we are outdoors. There is no AC outdoors. Oh! <laughs> All right, get out here. Hello? Oh. <clears throat> Where am I? Look, he's giving me the finger. <laughs> Tell that gal to turn that horn off. Smell me. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Smell my feet. <laughs> oh, my God. There's one of them smiling. What a bastard. <laughs> no, he looks like he's like, is that my mother? 
Oh, look at him. So oh. happy. What a piece of shit. He's smiling. He's like, <laughs> what a piece of garbage. You're all going to pay for this. What a piece of garb. My wife is dead. My wife is dead and I displayed her for several weeks. Oh. <laughs> oh. I like to compare myself to Pope John Paul. I don't even use the toilet paper. <laughs> that actually looks like my brother-in-law right there. He's like, huh? Try? Say again? Hey, come again? <laughs> Look at that tie in the one where him and his wife, the white tie. Oh, oh God. God. What does he think he is, a matador? What's going on? <laughs> I'm a matador. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a potato. My wife's forehead is fucking huge. Have you seen it? What's going on? That's the way the Lord made it, hon. Where is it? Where is her forehead? Show me your pussy. Wait, is that the gal that died that he kept in the living room? I think so. Oh, I think so. God, Man, that's so sad. Imagine her dead. She's scary alive. <laughs> she probably looks better. I'm sweaty. Oh, my God. My wife is embalmed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Ah. Is that old man noises? What does that smell? Is that a cream saver? <laughs> Conway Twitty. Oh. Some people mistake me for an astronaut. <laughs> oh, my God. He kind of does look like Conway Twitty. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> Conway Twitty and Tanya Tucker. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. This episode was Slop City Podcast. <laughs> And cut! <laughs> oh, fuck! My eyes! <laughs> <laughs>